This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced through the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. My latest column in the Mail Tribune's weekly food section, and those columns also go under the name The Whole Dish, is all about Oregon's beloved Dungeness crab, which had a late start for the commercial season this year and finally kicked off about New Year's Day and is coming into the marketplace right now for everyone who loves this delicacy. My family is among those. We have crabbed for decades in Coos Bay. And so my column is all about those activities, those memories from my childhood shared with readers along with my favorite family recipe, creamy crab and egg bake. This is a recipe that I've shared with readers before in this blog, but I wanted to give a little bit more of the explanation, a little bit more of the step-by-step along with some of my personal photos. And you can find those on my Instagram, the whole dish blog this coming week to accompany the column that was published in the January 15th Mail Tribune under the headline, No Reason to Be Crabby. (laughs) Now that the season's finally here, here's some ways to enjoy Dungeness Crab. Along with my family's favorite recipe, creamy crab and egg bake, I also shared a recipe for Dungeness Bouillabaisse. And that's, of course, the famed seafood stew that originates from the south of France. It is so delicious. I love this with its combination of rockfish and shellfish. It's one of my husband's favorites. I made it for Christmas dinner two years ago. And also a little bonus kind of appetizer that was great for holiday entertaining. Now that we're out of that season, of course, it's great to bring something like this back into your repertoire because crab is fresh and delicious. It's sort of missed the window for it during the holidays, but it's another easy little recipe. I thought I'd share another sort of quintessential crab preparation in this podcast for crab cakes with key lime mustard sauce. This is a recipe that was posted to my blog back in 2018, April 20th, 2018, under the headline, Key Lime Juice Pushes Crab Cakes Over the Top. That's in my blog archives, which can be found at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. And the easiest way to find that is select from the drop down menu on the right hand side of the page under the headline archives and select April 2018, sort of page a third of the way down. It should be right in there. They're posted in reverse order. Look for key lime juice pushes crab cakes over the top. This recipe is for crab cakes with key lime mustard sauce. Again, another really, really delicious combination. One of the things that I appreciate about this recipe is that It uses bell peppers, which are very commonly paired with crab. They do bring out its flavor, 
But the flavor of the bell pepper isn't one that I like to be real heavy in a crab cake. You put too many peppers, too many chilies. I think it really starts to detract from the flavor, particularly when you have really, really top quality crab, like freshly cooked to Dungeness in season. I think that there's a purpose behind sort of adding some of those more distinctive flavors when you maybe have less than fabulous crab if it's been frozen if it's not in season if it isn't the premier pieces fine put put some other ingredients in there to enliven this dish but when you have top quality crab don't detract from that flavor with too much bell pepper or a crab cake mixture that just has too many binding agents just too much additional kind of mealy stuff. There's nothing more disappointing than ordering a crab cake in a restaurant. And I always kind of consider it a crapshoot, a, a crab crapshoot, <laughs> whether you're going to get a great crab cake with meaty, moist, succulent fry legs, or if you're just going to get kind of a bunch of shredded hip meat bound together with cracker crumbs and just other things to make it seem like you're getting a a great bite. But really, there's nothing there beyond the binding agents. It kind of drives me nuts and steers me away from crab cakes for a while, certainly at that particular restaurant. And I'm just always so thrilled when I can find a good recipe. And I do think that this recipe is great because those bell peppers, as I mentioned, are sauteed with carrot and leeks for kind of a nice little like vegetable side dish that you perch this crab cake on top and drizzle with the key lime mustard sauce rather than incorporating all those vegetables into the crab cake, which as I mentioned, I think just sort of detracts. It was adapted by the Los Angeles Times from a recipe by the Watercolor Grill House at the Clearwater Beach Marriott Suites on Sand Key, Florida. So hence the key lime sauce. But this is one that is certainly suited to our coast and our crab harvest and I think is accentuated by this key lime mustard sauce. So I'm going to give that recipe in this podcast. It starts with one pound lump crab meat or or three tablespoons chopped chives folded into that, one and a half teaspoons chopped cilantro. You can go light on that if cilantro isn't your favorite flavor. I know it's not for me. A pinch of ground nutmeg, a scant half teaspoon old bay seasoning, a quarter cup crushed Ritz crackers, a quarter cup mayonnaise, a scant tablespoon Dijon mustard, one egg that's been beaten, panko breadcrumbs for dredging these crab cakes, salt and pepper, clarified butter or canola oil for frying, a half cup julienne carrot, that's from about one carrot, a half cup julienne leeks from about one leek, that's the white or the light green parts, only the root end trimmed off, a half a cup julienne red bell pepper from about one pepper, a half a cup julienne yellow bell pepper from about one pepper, and then the key lime mustard sauce to finish. We'll start by mixing up the key lime mustard sauce because that can be done in advance and simply refrigerate it until you're ready to use it. It's very simple, very straightforward. Of course, if you don't have fresh key limes, but this is the time of year to be looking into using them when all the specialty citrus is widely available in our grocery stores, including fresh key limes, but it is available bottled, a very good quality. Look for the fresh ones first, the cute little limes, a little bit smaller than a golf ball, and try to incorporate those into this recipe.
So in a bowl, combine half cup mayonnaise, two tablespoons Dijon mustard, two tablespoons key lime juice, and salt and pepper to taste. Cover and refrigerate that until you're ready to serve these crab cakes. For the crab cakes in a mixing bowl, combine the one pound lump crab meat. And of course, what's referred to as lump crab meat is just kind of like the general meat that you can get in any kind of seafood market or at a fish counter in a grocery store. If you go to coastal fish markets, and I know that some of my favorites, including Chuck Seafood in Charleston, they will actually pull out what are referred to as the fry legs, those large whole intact pieces that often are kind of streaked beautifully red that come from one of those leg joint sections or the claw from the crabs and those will often be sold separately for a higher price because they're more highly priced the lump crab meat can you know be from the crab body the hips it can be kind of shredded and broken up a little bit although that meat in there is lovely as well if you can pick a crab and keep it intact but what i really like. And this recipe notes, leave the large lumps intact. You don't want to break this up. That's a great part about biting into a crab cake and getting a delicious bite of crab meat. Keep keep the large lumps intact and or if you have those whole fry legs from picking your crab, incorporate those as you can to the total one pound quantity here. Mix the one pound crab meat with the three tablespoons chopped chives, the one and a half teaspoons chopped cilantro, and the pinch of ground nutmeg, as well as the scant half teaspoon Old Bay seasoning. That's maybe not a flavor everyone likes. I do happen to enjoy it and think it goes really well with crab and all kinds of seafood. The quarter cup crushed Ritz crackers, the quarter cup mayonnaise. I like to use best foods mayonnaise for just my all purpose mayonnaise. I think it really has the best flavor of commercially prepared mayonnaise on the market, as well as the scant one tablespoon Dijon mustard and the one egg that's been beaten. Mix all that together gently with your hands. You don't want to compress this mixture. Kind of use what I refer to as the claw technique when you're doing this. Now form your hand into the shape of a claw, your fingertips pointing down. You have like a space up into the palm of your hand. You just kind of loosely run your fingers through this mixture without compacting it and compressing it. If you're handling it like you're kneading bread dough, you are majorly, majorly overworking this. You want this to just kind of loosely hold together for frying and fall apart when you cut into it with a fork. It's not compacted and dense. So take a small amount of that mixture and fry in the clarified butter or the canola oil to check for seasoning. Taste that just little bit that you fried and add salt and pepper to taste if desired. So refrigerate that mixture for at least an hour to give flavors time to develop. Shape the mixture into four crab cakes and coat well with the panko breadcrumbs. Those are the dry Japanese style breadcrumbs, very widely available in, in pretty much any grocery store these days. And they really do make a really lovely crispy coating that you're not going to get from flour or some other kind of breading agent. Place the crab cakes on a baking sheet or plate and chill for at least one hour up to overnight prior to cooking. That helps them to hold their shape when they are cooked. When you're ready to cook these, heat your oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. That's to keep warm some of these components as you're frying them individually. 
Heat a large saute pan over medium-high heat until hot, and add enough of the clarified butter or neutral oil, canola oil suggested here, you could also use grapeseed oil, to form a thin layer of fat on the bottom of the pan. Then add the half cup julienne carrot, that's from about one carrot, and julienne is the cut that also is referred to as matchsticks a lot of the time. The easiest way to do it is to cut long sort of slices off of a vegetable, then cut those slices down into about the height of a matchstick and then cut crosswise across the whole thing into widths of about a matchstick width approximation. You're going to do that as well with a leek to yield about a half a cup, a red bell pepper, again, to yield about a half a cup, and a yellow bell pepper for about a half a cup julienne vegetable. Add those carrots, leeks, and bell pepper to this pan with clarified butter or neutral oil heated to medium high. Cook stirring frequently until the vegetables are brightly colored and crisp tender. This just takes a couple of minutes. Remove from the heat and keep those in a warm place. To the same pan, add more butter or oil as needed. By not wiping out the pan, you're going to sort of infuse the crab cakes with this sort of bell pepper flavor without biting down on a piece of bell pepper in the crab cake mixture. Fry the crab cakes in the clarified butter or neutral oil that's been heated to about medium high until browned on both sides. Place them on a baking sheet and bake for about 15 to 20 minutes. Divide the vegetables among four plates and top each serving with a crab cake. Serve with a key lime mustard sauce that's been made ahead of time and refrigerated. Make a nice little kind of drizzle crosshatch pattern over it. And that makes four servings of crab cakes with key lime mustard sauce. Find that recipe in the archives of my blog, blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food from April 20th, 2018 under the headline, Key Lime Juice Pushes Crab Cakes Over the Top. And make sure to check out my column in this week's Mail Tribune food section a la carte under the headline, No Reason to be Crabby, published on January 15th. Those columns appear also under the name The Whole Dish every other week. And you can read more at my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.